and welcome to this bonus episode of Unboxing Women, where we explore the gender gap in the music and entertainment industry. If you're active in the music business, an independent artist, a musician, or are just curious about how it all works, then this pod is for you. My name is Mike Rose, and with me is my friend Dana X. We are both independent recording artists based in Europe, and after having been called a bitch for knowing what we want, we were fed up and decided to be such a bitch, and are here to reveal what really goes on behind the scenes. You can listen to us on your favorite podcast platform and on our YouTube channel. Today's episode is a Christmas special. Happy Unboxing Day, everyone. Happy <laughs> Unboxing thought... Day. Yeah, exactly. So we thought we'd go into the season, you know, get into the season, talk about Christmas songs. And um, I think Dana uh, has something to start us off because we asked some of you guys what your favorite Christmas songs were. Indeed, yeah, we asked it on Instagram and uh, we had some cool answers. So first one is Jingle Jangle All The Way by the Magnetic Bonbons. I didn't know that one. I had to look it up. No. Yeah, it's uh, a little bit rocky, you know, mm -hmm. it's nice. It's a good song. Then uh, Mele Kilikimaka, Kilikimaka, Mele Kilikimaka. I had to say it a couple of times because it's hard. It's Hawaiian <laughs> for Merry Christmas, apparently. And wow. the original was sung by Bing Crosby um, and covered by like half the world. <laughs> from Betty Midler to Katie Tunstall. Yeah. I mean, Christmas yeah. songs get covered so much. Exactly. Yeah. It's like cover heaven. Um, and then, of course, last but not least, Last Christmas by Wham!, which might mm. also be in my favorite bunch. Uh, mm. I also like Rocking Around the Christmas Tree. I don't know which one. What is your favorite song? Yeah. Oh, my favorite Christmas song. I'm going to go really old school and say um, probably something like The 12 Days of Christmas or oh, really? The Little Drummer. Yeah, because I grew up with those. Like, we'd have a Christmas CD on every Christmas, always the same CD, 12 songs, children's choir. Uh, it would run on repeat. Um, every time it finished, we'd just be like, from beginning, <laughs> from the top. Um, so those are basically the songs I hear at Christmas. Um, so yeah. yeah, probably something like that. I remember singing uh, 12 Days of Christmas in assembly. It's cool. <laughs> yeah. It's it's very children, it's very kind of um I'd say even churchy probably. Um yeah, maybe a little. but it's um I don't know, I I like them. They just kind of they're they're Christmas for me. The other songs are, you know, Christmas but not Christmas Day. They're not they're not on the day music. They're around the day music. You know? You know what I think is a pity that in Europe we don't have like carolers. That's like mm. so pretty. Or do they do they yeah. do that in Germany? Mm. Really no, in nobody street. goes around. Yeah. We do have um Christmas um you know Chris Christmas events and choirs at, at, at churches. Um so even if you're not if you're not in a church you can still be there and, and go or or sing. Um, so that's pretty cool. Yeah. But nah, no, we don't have carolers. <laughs> I'm looking at the video. It's it looks like I have a droopy eye. <laughs> it's my my <laughs> my stick-on lashes are being weird. So I apologize to everyone <laughs> if I look a bit weird today. Lopsided. We I am lopsided for Christmas. <laughs> so 
Well, I mean, I'm you do. My... You are wearing Shrek ears. <laughs> I am. Yes, I am wearing my ugly Christmas sweater, my Ghostbusters ugly Christmas sweater, and my Shrek ears because that's the most Christmassy ears I had. I'm wearing um, my Santa hat, which is actually passed down from my mother. It's glitter, so it's got a lot of poof and a lot of glitter, and. Um, <laughs> I have um, these little reindeer clip-ons. They jingle. Don't know if you could hear that. Yes, um, we could. And uh, very good. They're clip-ons. And, um, they're clip-ons. They're oh, little clip-ons. I thought they, they clip were. Off. Oh, I thought they were like. And they clip on with the hat. Now I need to get it back into the same position. <laughs> there you go. Right, I, th- I think that's fine. Yeah, and then I am wearing my very first and very only Christmas jumper that Dana gave me last. Not even this summer. Last was it? Last summer it was. It, it was I swear in twenty twenty one. Yeah, it wasn't this year. It was last year. So it it's a toothless Christmas jumper because I love How to Train Your Dragon, and it's so pretty. It's so great. It's got <laughs> scales on the arms. Like, listen, on, honestly, everybody who's listening to this podcast as just a podcast, you, you need to have a look at the video just for this scene. Just, just please. Just, just you know, we're on YouTube where you, I think even maybe this season might be on Spotify as a yeah. video. So, um, have a look. Check it out. You know, stop your car. Drive your car. Please don't do Yeah, you know, d- drive safely. But um, <laughs> let's get back to Christmas songs. <laughs> Christmas. Yes. Yes. We it were, is here. Um, segwaying into Mariah Carey, I think. All I want for Christmas. Yeah. So, Why yeah. is All I Want for Christmas is You such a success year after year? There are a lot of songs actually on, on Christmas playlists and the most popular ones on the radio are sung by women. So that's good, I guess. Yeah. Uh, but let's dig a little bit deeper. So it's off an entire Christmas album that she released in 1994 with mostly classic covers, but there are a couple of other originals on there as well. And they don't really make the radio at Christmas. I mean, I listen to Mm -hmm. them and I might have heard them at one point, but they're not. I mean, I don't I don't know them very well. And Ariana Grande wrote a couple of Christmas songs, too. But they're not as popular. So I actually went into this whole um article that was analyzing the music of all I want for Christmas is you and it's because it well it was very complicated it's like super deep into music theory (laughs) if people want that kind of stuff I can link it in the show notes Um, and yeah it just has a couple of these really nostalgic elements that just make us love the song and make it nostalgic even though it is actually modern pop um, that's well, so interesting now it isn't anymore but even in 94 it, it felt nostalgic and that's why we just clung on to it for Christmas so basically you're saying that um, nostalgia in Christmas songs is what catches us so they were kind of harking back to older Christmas songs so I don't know maybe um, I guess he's not that old but Frank Sinatra or well, um, more, yeah, Bob's from the 60s, 50s and 60s. And it's more mm-hmm. about um, not specifically the, the, the singer or, or songs that we knew from then. It, it's it's the chord progressions. So, um, okay. Yeah. So it's, it's not even about the sound. It's just the, the progressions. It's the progressions. And also they're taken from 
songs that aren't specifically Christmassy. So songs from back then in the 50s and 60s that we all Mm -hmm. know, heard, and it just makes us feel nostalgic to like a time before. And it's those specific chords that do that. So that's, it was really a very interesting read. Yeah. That's very interesting. interesting. Sounds very Tin Pan Alley. Yeah, (laughs) exactly. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> it really does. All right. So so all I want for Christmas is, let's say, a machine fabricated kind of song um, that was made to make us love it. It was. It was very engineered. I mean, Mariah wrote it together with um, this other guy that I don't remember now, but uh, I will put it in the show notes. Obviously, you can find the credits of the song. Uh, anywhere on any platform and Mm -hmm. uh, yeah they they wrote it specifically to you know to have this this success really and it worked so you know good on them so if you want to redo it as a songwriter basis of the song is all I want for Christmas is you I don't want anybody else you know I want you underneath the Christmas tree so it is a love song really yeah um so how does that factor in is that like something that we see often I feel like that's something we see often in Christmas songs but do we see it more in female Christmas songs or do we see it across the board because um last Christmas from Wham right that's also a love song technically but it's more of a I'm not gonna I'm not gonna touch you again because you know you you broke my heart last year it's a broken heart song yeah hmm. yeah well I'm I don't uh, you know, we can go deep into this and do an analysis of all the songs. But if, well, obviously there's some classics like um, White Christmas and mm-hmm. and stuff like that, which it, it's it's general. It just speaks in general about snow and, 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 and you know, true. the feeling of, of Christmas. But I mean, the, the Christmas songs, modern ones, specifically written for Christmas since... Um, I guess the 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 fifties that are not the classics are a lot of yeah a lot of women are singing about relationships and I guess you you know it's logical because the family sees you know everybody comes back for Christmas you know um, mm-hmm. people go their own way they live their lives and then oh you know th- there's a holiday and people find each other again at Christmas so I guess it's logical but. It is very always based on kind of a male and female relationship, you know. It's never about seeing your kids again at Christmas, you know. Yeah, which I think is really odd. Like, <clears throat> I mean, I wouldn't, I would always see Christmas as family time. And honestly, I mean, obviously, if you've been with a partner for a long time, then yes, you'd want to be with them at Christmas. But that only happens after a certain period of time. If it's just like a partner you've been with for maybe a half a year or or a year or something, family's going to outweigh that. You're not going to yeah. want to, you know, you're going to want to see your family. Like if it's the choice between your family and your partner and you really love your family, you're going to see your family. Uh, I don't know. It's um, Yeah, it's like all these women are like just, you know, waiting at home for this guy yeah. to come back and and Christmas is like the perfect thing is it you know is that is that an american thing is it because they're all it at war be. or something in america yeah. they're always at war <laughs> it's like That's true. they're yeah. always on some kind of tour so 
I mean, I, d- I don't know. I don't know. Or is it the nostalgic thing? Like, oh, you know, you just want to see him at Christmas. But where has he been for the rest of the bloody year? Well, I mean, yeah, well, if you think about it, though, all the or a lot of the, the American Christmas movies um, have him working at Christmas. So yeah. it's like there's a deadline that needs to be m- met and like he's working and he can't make it home for Christmas, be it uh, to your partner or be it to family. Like it's always they're working. So yeah. maybe it's that. Maybe it's like they're alluding to the work hustle culture or something. I don't know. But again, the women are at home, you know? Yeah. Well, I mean, women in America are apparently always at home. <laughs> If you are to believe pop culture, yes, yeah, they're at home. <laughs> and so, um, <laughs> I, you know, I mean, there are a couple of them. Like, I, I, I just sometimes, and it's always about Santa as well. Okay, so, um, I, I just think. It's oh my very, god! Yes. Oh. Yeah, Santa. Go ahead. Say it. Say I just it. think it's very. It's a very disgusting and freaky concept to sexualize Santa. You know, I mean, it's this old, fat, white guy with an unkept beard. How did old, white, fat men succeed in making this sexy? I mean, come on. Right? Right. I mean, the the best example, Santa Baby. Oh, it just feels so wrong. Santa Baby. It's, oh my God. I can't sing that. I I feel like I'm violated in some way when I sing that. I'm like, oh, that's, (laughs) ah, I cannot. Mm. Yeah. yeah. Co- it's, comment, it's, comment anybody um, else who yeah. feels this way about like dirty, dirty, sexy Santa songs. That, what? <laughs> how? How? And is that only because the women are obviously, you know, when we dress up in like a female Santa suit, all of a sudden we're a sex object? Is, is that what they're trying to do with oh. Santa then? Or is it because she's probably wearing the Santa suit and it's like, ooh, you know, let's let's do this fantasy thing. I, I, I'm not sure, but it's a bit... Uh, Again, I don't get the fantasy thing of dressing up in a... Even the woman dressing up in a Santa suit. I mean, yeah, it might look cute, but that's because you made it like really tight fitting to your body and it's got like fur everywhere and tassels and yeah. glitter and it's red and men love red so it's just it's very strange yeah it's like a very short uh nurse suit as well you know <laughs> yeah exactly it's like oh my sexy god, god. Yeah. so veering off of sexy santa um which i agree i think should be absolutely not allowed bad should be forbidden <laughs> Yeah, should be banned. You had another one you wanted to veer into. Oh, yeah, yeah. The most disturbing song is Baby, It's Cold Outside, which is a duet. Oh, yeah. 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 And the female part keeps saying she really needs to go. And then he persuades her to stay and spikes her drink while doing it. He spikes her drink? He spikes her drink. Yeah. Yeah, what? I've got the lyrics here. Yeah, it's Christmas rape, everyone. Oh, <laughs> oh. It's so wrong. Yeah, I don't think anybody has actually just looked at these lyrics and said, wait a minute, this is this is misogyny at its best. Oh my God, read them, read them. I want to okay. know. So she says, she says, so she's like, oh no, I need to go, I need to go. My mother will start to worry. And then he says, beautiful, what's your hurry? My father will be pacing the floor. 
listen to that fireplace roar. So she's in, you know, she's, she just said no, but he's keeping her mm-hmm. there. And then she says, yeah, but my mother and my father, you know, they're going to start worrying. So I really need to go now, but there's always an excuse. And then afterwards she's like, okay, now I'm going to have to, I'm going to have to get, cause he's not accepting a no. So I'm going to have to grab at things like, oh, the neighbors, what will they think? And then he says, baby, it's bad out there. Say, what's in this drink? She says. She says it. She says, Um. what's in this drink? Because she's starting to feel it. And then he's like, oh, no cabs to be had out there. Well, shouldn't you be a gentleman and call her a cab? She's been saying no for half a song. Anyway, it goes on to say, I ought to say no, 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 sir. And then he says, mind if I move in closer? <laughs> it gets that is more, so disgusting. It gets more disgusting. And she says, at no. least I'm going to say that I tried to say no. And then he says, what's the sense in hurting my pride? What? I know. I know. It's disgusting. Everyone must read How? these lyrics. It's really, it's horrible. I really can't stay. Then she says. Baby, don't hold out, he says. So basically, he's just like, take off your pants now because, you know, this is this is annoying me now. <laughs> and then oh she God. says, oh, you're very pushy, you know. And he says, I'd like to think of it as opportunistic. What? <laughs> Nobody has realized this. It's crazy. I simply must go, she continues. Still, she's saying no. And then she actually says, the answer is no. And then he says, but baby, it's cold outside. <laughs> you are speechless. You are speechless. It goes on, though. Micah, it goes on. No. It goes on with no. just three more lines. No. Well, it goes on with a half more song. But it, these three lines s- sprung out to me. And he says, how can you do this thing to me? She says, there's bound to be talk tomorrow. Like, we're still together here. People are going to start talking because, you know, they, they, they think we've done it. And then he says, think of my lifelong sorrow. You're not allowed to go. You have to put out for me because think about what my feelings will be. I will be without having, you know, being able to have sex with you. Any Anything that she says doesn't matter. He's still keeping her there. She said no a gazillion times. And then at the end, she says, these are the last two lines, okay? She says, okay, fine, just another drink, because she's just sick of him not listening and not letting her go. And then he says, that took a lot of convincing. So it's basically... Well, yeah, because she didn't want to fucking be there. Yeah, because she said no a gazillion times. And men don't hear no, as we know. Men don't hear no. So she says, okay, fine, just another drink. How is know. nobody picking up on this? I don't know. How, I mean, probably people pick up on this. How did I not pick up on this? I don't know. <laughs> but it is disgusting. If you really, if you listen, if you just put the song on and you listen closely and don't do anything else, just listen. It's really creepy because she really wants to go, but he just, he doesn't let her. And it, it's, it's starting to feel... Yeah, it's 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 a bit yeah, it is a bit weird. It's all like, the things Also, if you think about the song, he always sings over her. Like he never lets yeah. her finish her sentence. He always sings over her. 
also, oh, I didn't catch on that one. Get, mm. Yeah. Yeah, because she's like, uh, what are the neighbors? My the baby is gone. <laughs> exactly. True. Like, I really can. Baby, it's, and it's like, no, I wasn't finished with my fucking sentence, asshole. <laughs> exactly. So she's saying no the whole song. And he's, it's basically what we're saying nowadays is like, no is not convince me you know but this is a song exactly. exactly to convince her like she's saying no all the time and he keeps going and in the end she's like oh my god okay i'll just stay and then he says oh that took a lot of convincing well yeah because i said no dude yeah and then like people will be like oh yeah but you said yes in the end and it's like yeah no i just kind so of it's fucking gave up <laughs> yeah. yeah it's 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 really sad. I've seen this happen to friends of mine as well who just let themselves be convinced into a relationship. Oh. And I sit next to them and I'm like, this is not good. You did not want this. You said no like so many times. This is not okay. They don't listen because they're yeah. convincing themselves that it's okay and that it's fine. And it's not Um and they're like, oh, but he's so nice. And oh, but he, you know, he really cares. And, you know, he, he really tries. And you're just like, no, he doesn't. No, he doesn't. If he were nice, he would respect your fucking decision the first time you say it. Yeah, exactly. And that's what this song is about. So even though it's cold outside, there might be a blizzard. If she doesn't want to stay with you, then help her to leave at least by you know yeah buy her a cab call her a cab also call you know you like he's talking about his pride isn't your pride gonna be more hurt if you're gonna try and fuck somebody who sorry for the profanity but if you're gonna try and have sex with somebody who doesn't want to have sex with you isn't that like more hurting your pride than i don't know i don't think they care because they just want to have the sex they don't care about anything else so that's, yeah, it's, it's really, that's what the song is about. So she's like, okay, but I said, she says no, there's literally no in the song like five times. It's insane. Absolutely insane. Yeah. So that was, that God, was my big, uh, my big analysis <laughs> of, um, of, of Christmas songs. This one stood out to me and, you know, a couple of years ago I wouldn't have I wouldn't have noticed but now today in whatever is happening now the female revolution and all of that you know like we're mm. not taking their shit anymore this is what I found yeah and it's it's a very disturbing yeah. song with my trick ears the thing is <clears throat> probably a lot of people will be like well it's an old song you know they used to be like that and there's no real reason to change it or take it off the market because you know it's kind of like people not wanting to change um um children's books um or the disney that movies. are new or the disney movies yeah. you know like that are showing really bad stuff and old kind of values yeah well i i get it and it is a song and i mm. mean it's 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 it used to be fun to sing uh but uh mm. I, I don't know it's just it's just telling of um i guess the times that this song indeed was written but let's be honest 
it's still this way. We still say no. Yeah. And they still try to convince us and get a yes out of us or a nothing out of us. Um, you know, instead of that, no. So if if you, you're standing there like half an hour and he keeps saying, oh, but yeah, but yeah, but yeah, it, uh, like a child, you know, then at the end you give up and you're like, oh God, okay, whatever. And that's yeah. literally what this song is doing. So yeah, I, I think we should just be more aware of of what we're singing. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Yeah, this this one. This God, one that's really, really me that's oh that no, that's really brought me down. <laughs> I know. I'm sorry. not festive at all. Yay <laughs> like for unboxing spirit. day! Yay. Let's unbox this <laughs> Christmas thing. Let us know what you're unboxing or what you unbox this Christmas. And, um, and if you maybe it any, was a fun song. Maybe if you had any revelations like this that you want to share with us. And sorry for bringing Let you down. <laughs> <laughs> well, I hope you only brought me down. Well, that's all for today, folks. <laughs> Thank you for tuning in to <laughs> Unboxing Women Day. And uh, <laughs> if you've ever had an experience that you want to share with us, let me just pull up the banner. Here we go. Send us a DM or tag us in your post with the hashtag SuchABitch or send us an email on SuchABitch at UnboxingWomen.com. Don't forget to drop us a like on Instagram or wherever you are listening to us now. My name is Dana Rex and I've been chatting with Micah Rose. Tune in to another episode of Unboxing Women when the new season starts in the new year. See you then. Bye. See ya.